Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's cracking? Big dogs. Welcome. Bike to the channel. Welcome. Bike to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE, Big Dogs Gotta Eat. And today we're running through another. Got a tatted on my titty. Underdog baseball draft for the 2022 season. Their best ball drafts are open. You can do one quarterback leagues. You can do super flex leagues. You can do just rookies and sophomore leagues. They've got tournaments. They've got anything. Anything you want to customize your life around, Underdog's got it for you. All right? We are waiting for four people to fill this draft. I would love for it to be four of you guys. I cannot send a link because this is a tournament and it's not a custom league made by me. I can't link it, but if you just go on underdog and I don't think you could actually join the tournament unless you join it on the desktop version. So get your laptops, get your computers, get your fucking 1994 Dells out right now. Your Lenovo's for all the weirdos that went to school like me that had schools that partner with Lenovo. That should have been fucking warning. Number one, you shouldn't have gone there. You should uh, go to the underdog fantasy website. If you're new to underdog fantasy, the first thing that you want to do is deposit 10 bucks and use promo code BDGE when you do so. BDG will 100% deposit match whatever you throw down. And then you can join this draft, and then you'll be able to join the next couple drafts as well. So what I think I'm going to do, because I got multiple screens going on here, I think I'm going to put the draft board up on here. So you guys could just watch the draft board, as opposed to when I'm typically going through the guys that are – um. The guy, I cannot leave the chat up on the screen because I cannot focus. You guys are out of control at all times. I need to do this. Boom, bing, bang, boom. Where is the draft board? We need three people. We need three people. Where art thou? Three people. Go to Underdog Fantasy. Go to the homepage. Go to this part right here. You're going to see it on Underdog Fantasy. Go to big board, but super flex and enter. You will be entered into my draft because that's the next available one. Let's go. We need three people, you fucking frauds. Don't make me tweet it out. Don't make me tweet it out because there's too many screens and I'm gonna start fucking things up if I start trying to tweet shit out. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick from here. I'm gonna pick from my big screen and then keep the draft board up. That's what we're gonna do. All right, this is ridiculous. You guys are really going to make me do this. What is this white mode, Fugazi? I don't know. Should I switch it? Oh, we starting. You guys like black mode better? So the draft board up. Now we're cooking. This is way better. And then I can just go over to my she's. Make my picks. Let's go. All right. So draft is starting in 30 seconds. Oh, we got the 101. I think I got the 101 when I did this last weekend too. Switch it up. Live a little bit, underdog. Give me anything but the 101. Everybody, all the 11 other players are at a wild advantage to begin with when they're in a league with me. Now you're going to give me the 101? That's the toughest pick to make. 
Matt, I mean, I guess we just go Josh Allen. I went Josh Allen last time. Should we just spice things up? Should we spice it up and not go Josh Allen? I just don't think that's a – I don't think that would be smart for me. So I guess I'm on the clock, number one. This is a fast draft. Underdog has slow drafts as well where it's eight hours between picks, so you can just jump in like 15 of them bitches and then sit there and get a pick every like 20, 30 minutes. It's actually probably the move. So this is a super flex draft. For those of y'all that are not in super flex, sad. Sad life you live in. Two, we got two quarterbacks we're starting. Thus, in the normal leagues, the one quarterback leagues, a lot of time you're picking three QBs, you know, at minimum two quarterbacks. Three quarterbacks sometimes. And now you're in a super flex league, so you're starting two quarterbacks every week. So we need minimum probably three starting quarterbacks and then a fourth that's probably like a flyer, maybe one of the rookies, a high upside runner that might start half the season or some shit like that. That's how we need to stack the team. So quarterbacks are going to fly off the board early and often. And I love it, man. I love that quarterbacks get the respect that they should be getting. You know what I mean? Like they're the most position, the most valuable position in fantasy football. And we don't want to draft them until the 12th round. What kind of fucking Fugazi is the one quarterback league? Who we got in here? Umbra. Umbra's, uh, he's always in these drafts. We got see Sweeney, Fake Sharp. Is there animals in here? Carp, Cody Carp the Sharp, the consultants. That's pretty, uh, what are these shields that you guys have on your avatar? I've been telling them to give me a fucking custom dog for a two years now, and they won't. They keep telling me. Just put a bow tie on my dog and call it a day. There you go. You have a happy Nick for life. What are these white these white and black shields? I think that means you played like $5,000 worth of tournaments. All right. So as you can see by the board. Oh, this is nice. You guys can just see the board. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mahomes, Murray. Wow. they're going. We're going really, really quarterback heavy in this first round. First non-QB off the board is JT. One seven makes sense. Oh, Carp getting freaky naughty out there. So Carp has no worries that they go quarterback in Philadelphia, despite multiple first round picks. I think he's probably right. I think they give him another year at the helm and see what they've got going on. I hope they just give him another weapon or something, man. Give him fucking Drake London. Give him. You know what I like about this year's class? I like about the first round picks. I don't think we're going to see a lot of busts at the wide receiver position. Right, we've seen a big influx of rookie wide receivers over the last bunch of years in the first round. Like, I feel like on average we get like six wide receivers in the first round, and a lot of them are like questionable profiles, typically. And Philly just seems to be the ones that just continue to go after the questionable profile players. This year, I feel like where Philly is set up to make their draft picks, which I don't actually remember off the top of my head, but I know they have a few picks in the first. If they sprinkle that around the wide receiver position, I feel like they're not going to miss. And then all of a sudden, you got a nice little, you know, pass catching group between Goddard, Devonta Smith, and whoever they take at wide receiver. And then Jalen Hurts, you know, he can cook a little bit, right? Listen, anytime you give a chef like Kraft mac and cheese, and then for the cheese, you fake them out and you actually give them mustard, you know, from the naked eye, you might not be able to tell. How do you expect a chef to prepare a nice meal with Kraft mac and mustard? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they're doing in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. So now you're giving him a fair chance to play. And I'm almost up at the 212. Y'all can see the board. It's very super flex heavy. We'll start to get to the skill players, and then things will get interesting. Austin Eckler at the 210. I believe he was the third running back off the board. We have Christian McCaffrey at the 110. Christian McCaffrey is going to be a fun, fun little study 
this offseason to see where he goes in redraft leagues. All right, so Josh Allen, I'll tell you what, Trey Lance sitting there, but I like a lot of the running backs sitting there as well. Trey Lance kind of seems like he's in a tier of his own amongst the quarterbacks that are left on the board. So I'm probably going to go with Lance here, even though, you know, there's a little bit of uncertainty because Jimmy G is sitting there. No reason they haven't moved him yet is because that random offseason surgery. Non-committed to a starter. Uh, yeah, I just think they you obviously can't commit right now to a starter when they don't know what they're doing with Jimmy J. So Lance seems like he's at the end of a tier break, and I really like that start with Josh Allen and Trey Lance. Hella upside on a weekly basis. And then we've got these running backs with Najee Harris, Alvin Cook, Javante Williams. I think people are a little bit scared still with Javante Williams because of the Melvin Gordon rumors. I Man, I don't think they bring him back. I know the market's obviously dried up because Melvin probably would have settled somewhere. Cook's got a lot of upside. You know what? This is a tournament, so I'm probably going to still fucking go with Javante. I've gone with Javante like every single pick. You know what I should have done there? I should have fucking done something else. I should have done something else that I thought about doing pre-draft and I didn't end up doing, so I'm not going to have the chance to do it, I don't think. But maybe, maybe, just maybe. We'll talk about it when he goes off the board. Uh, We took Javante. I'm still on the coin flip side of – thinking that Melvin ends up elsewhere, and that's not baked into Javante Williams' ADP as of right now. If Melvin signs with, like, you know, whoever tomorrow, if Melvin signs with Atlanta tomorrow, Javante shoots up to – I'm taking Javante above Eckler. In this draft in particular, I would take him above Kelsey, definitely Derek Carr, uh, Deshaun Watson. We have no idea when he's going to play. I'd probably take him around where, like, Jamar Chase, Justin Fields – Maybe Derrick Henry went. So I think he jumps like almost a full round in ADP as soon as Melvin Gordon signs elsewhere. So again, I'm 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 about as high as you can possibly be on Javante this year. And I think a lot of people will kind of be in that same atmosphere. Najee Harris. I feel a little weird with Najee Harris and just the uncertainty of uh I don't know, the quarterback position there in Pittsburgh. He was just so inefficient last year. I know he's gonna get the volume again, so he should probably have a similar similar season. To what he had last year, I would just prefer someone with a little more ceiling. And when those guys are available, like Javante Williams, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd probably like to pull the trigger on them. And I just, in general, don't typically like to take wide receivers this early in drafts because of uh, the amount of wide receivers you can get later. And this is a best ball draft. So, you know, you draft fucking 48 bajillion players and the software automatically starts the best players at each position. So you can draft nine wide receivers if you don't go heavy on them to begin with. And, uh, and you'll probably have a, a you know a handful of top 15 guys weekly if you have nine or ten of them on your roster. What do we got? Mixon went off the board. Man, it's hard to not love Mixon this year given the offensive line upgrades. Cart went with DeAndre Swift. I'm really intrigued by like where DeAndre Swift is going to be going in drafts this upcoming year. I'm still like a little bit hesitant to say that he's like a fantastic running back in terms of like what he does on the ground. I don't know he's a great runner. I really am not sure he's a great runner, great pass catcher, but I'm not sure that like you'll ever find a situation that's as positive for his fantasy upside as it was last year. He lived and died by the last eight minutes of games last year. There would just be like nothing going on. And then four to six targets the last eight minutes of the game, because they were just getting crushed. Um, And it's like, yeah, you know, he's going to be the staple of that offense, but I'm not sure I want to say that DeAndre Swift is a guy that I'm comfortable with. You know, when the game script changes, like the volume should still be there, but it flips from 
passing down volume over to rushing volume. And that's obviously, you know, not something I'm really, really excited about for DeAndre Swift. I mean, he's going to be fine. Obviously he'll, he'll, he'll be great in, in third down side of things. Um, and he's got a lot more upside than most of the fucking running backs probably by the time you hit the fourth round. So at three, nine, I'm completely fucking fine with it. But I think in like regular drafts where it's not best ball and we're playing two quarterbacks and stuff, um, you'll see him go a lot higher. Running backs will be a lot more valued in regular super flex, like season long leagues, as opposed to this type of format. After my next two picks, we'll see what's going on with the chat. See if we got any questions. Jones. You know, it's fucking nonsense, man. I'm looking for a new apartment in New York right now. And I've been for like weeks and I realized that like broker's fees don't exist anywhere else. Like when you get a deposit one, you have to like go through the application process. You have to get accepted and then you have to put down first month's rent security deposit, which I think is normal. And then now, because the market's fucking insane, you also got to put down a broker's fee. So a broker's fee at minimum is another extra month of rent that just goes to the broker. I'm like, what the fuck is the broker? Like, what the broker didn't earn this shit? I got to pay fucking three thousand extra dollars to broker, and that's the minimum. That is a fucking minimum because you also have to. Uh, oh, sorry. Okay, so here's where I'm going with this, and I actually love the value right now. Um, I'm actually going to take Brees Hall here. And I'll talk a little bit more about it in a second after I make my next pick. It's kind of interesting. Man, Diop has really been like showing the door, huh? Gibson, there's a lot of good fucking backs still available. I'm a little shaky on all those guys, though, still. Wider and quarterbacks, we still have players here. Uh, quarterbacks got to be more valuable. So we're just going to go with Matt Ryan and play it safe. Okay, uh, I, listen, on, on a pound-for-pound pound basis, like quarterback over wide receiver in Superflex League 1,000% of the time, even though Matt Ryan's probably going to be like the quarterback 17 this year. Brees Hall, I mean, he's been my running back one forever since like last year. Dominated in college, dominate the combine, should be the clear RB1 and the clear 101 in every draft. The more reports you hear, like the more time that goes by from when the combine happened until now, until the NFL draft is going to happen at the end of this month, Almost every single report is starting to link Brees Hall to the back end of the first round. Almost every single report is starting to link him to the back of the first round. I don't know who's going to take him there. I don't know if it's going to happen. But if this man ends up in Buffalo, where is he going to be going in redraft leagues? If Brees Hall gets first round draft capital anywhere, he's going to be a second round draft pick in redraft. Right? Like a top 15, top 18 pick. And listen, where there's smoke, there's fire, man. Like, I think at this point, there's a coin flip, probably at worst chance that Brees Hall ends up in the first round. And I think that accounts for basically every variable that we need to know at this point of the year when we're drafting. Brees Hall goes end of the first round. I mean, there's no chance he lasts to the 412 in drafts anymore. I'd be surprised if he escaped the second round, like at all. You know, 205, 209, I think end of the second round is probably pushing it if he's getting first round draft cap for sure. So I'm going to start baking that in until we start hearing otherwise from these rumors and these reports and this fucking blasphemy. 
What do we got going on here? All right, so we had, uh, well, let's jump into the chat a little bit. How we doing? Albright was on Roster Watch last night. He said 15% change chance Melvin signs in Denver. Hassan Haskins late, he thought. Uh, okay, interesting. So, you know, uh, Albright's about as checked in with Denver as any beat reporter out there. So with uh, so with that, I mean, Hassan Haskins, I fucking hate, to be honest. I would love that for Javante Williams. I, I just don't think Hassan Haskins – I mean, the dude can lay the fucking wood, but I just don't think he's a good running back whatsoever. That would be beautiful for Javante Williams. Screen is too small. I can't read the name. Ah, fuck, my bad. Let me try to zoom in a little bit. Is this any better? Come on. Do 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 do. BG out of this world. You mean like my alien audio? Is my audio fucked right now? Black's experience, red is highly experienced. Gotcha. You mean you just paid a lot? Uh, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore. Wow, Marcus Mariota, huh? Yeah, Carp, you got a good squad right there. Fuck. Hertz Fields, Swift, C. Lamb, Akers, Metcalf. That is how, that's how you fucking draft right there, boys. Kittle, Lance, Shaq. Shaq is just chilling. Yeah, Lance feels like he's one of those dudes that, like, I'm not actually sure I want to draft his weapons, man. It just seems like a an embarrassment of riches where you're never going to be able – I guess that's kind of what best ball is for. Like, you're never going to be able to figure out what – uh. What uh, on a weekly basis, who's going to be popping off and whatnot? Let's see. Oh, fuck. Wide receivers are getting ugly. Uh, Terry Sexy, Mari Cooper. Still a little nervous about Cooper because we don't know what Will Fuller or Jarvis Landry are doing. Chris Godwin, ACL, Michael Thomas. Who fuck knows what's going on with him? Dude, I, I love – actually, you know what I'm doing here? Let me look at the running backs quick. Ah, fuck. There's still a lot of good running backs left. Sheesh. Damn. Yo, there's just a lot of good players on the board. Maybe maybe I should have sat on quarterback. Or actually, no, I feel like I did the right thing. Oh, fuck, don't pick for me. <sighs> All right, I guess we could take Dave Montgomery. I'm not, like, too upset about that. We'll wait on tight end. Damn, James Conner, Travis ETN. You can only start two running backs, and they start one flex. So, like, we'd be able to start all th three of these running backs, but I probably need to start hitting wide receiver. I'll tell you what, bro. I want to be the one who finds out what Sutton does with Russell Wilson. Like, I want to be the one that when he has his DK Metcalf season, I grabbed him in the seventh fucking round. Like, it couldn't be more obvious to me, though. There's someone else that I absolutely fucking love here that I didn't end up taking. Uh, let me go back to the chat. When does Malik go? Uh, dude, I really have no fucking idea at this point. We've heard rumors all the way up to Detroit at number two, and that was what – Brett Coleman told me, like, when he came on the channel – oh, Chris, that's you. What's up, Chris? That's our in-house dev right there, the beast. Um, Brett told me that, like, after he went to the Shrine Bowl, that was basically all the stuff he was hearing. That was, like, Malik's going to go way higher than most people expect. And now you're hearing, like, reports that he's going to go back in the first, maybe outside of the first. So 
I don't know, dude. If I had to guess, I would say um, I would say he's probably closer to the to the top fifteen than he is outside the top fifteen. If I if if I think correctly, the office looks very unproductive. Correct. All those employees are only dropping one vid a day. What are they doing? How can you afford that rent? LOL. Sorry to be harsh. Just wondering. I mean, you're not harsh. You're just ignorant. It's fine. Um. So the. Office is, it's not unproductive whatsoever. It, we just moved in and it took us a few weeks to start like settling down and we're starting to like organize it. When we moved in, we just had a blank fucking space. Um, only dropping one video a day. Yeah, that's our, like, we don't want to be dropping more than one video a day. YouTube is a quality game as much as it is quantity. We don't have, we don't want to have 50 videos. We have four to five TikToks going out a day, four to five Instagram posts going out a day, four to five videos on Twitter going out a day. We're doing plenty of videos. They're just not on YouTube. If you're not following us branded elsewhere, BDG double underscore, then I can understand why you would think that we're not doing a lot. But we have Tony who's editing. We have Ike who's editing. We have Noah who's making videos. And then Chris, our Mr. Chris over here, uh, is our in-house dev who is working tirelessly on a few different projects that we have. Um, and we have one really, really big thing that we're working on right now that we've been getting on a bunch of calls for and uh, having some in-house meetings that we can't really announce yet, but it's going to be super fucking cool when I get to announce it to you guys. Um, so don't fucking worry about us. Don't worry about whether or not we can pay the goddamn bills. The bill ain't going to your house. It ain't going to your fucking front door. You don't, you don't got to worry about getting foreclosed on. All right. That's a me problem. So fucking worry about paying your own rent, putting food on the table for your children. I love this shit. Just here to smash the love button. I wish there was a love button. Ask what's up with Marlon Mack. Uh, well, he's on the Houston Texans. So that about ends any interest I have in running back there. I mean, when does Malik go in super flex drafts? Uh, that will depend on draft capital for me. I think if he ends up going, if he goes, okay, let's do uh, scenarios. If he goes to Detroit at number two overall, he will likely go number two overall in super flex drafts. If he starts to dip to the end of the first round, I think he'll probably drop to like the fourth or fifth spot overall in super flex drafts. I think like the hype is caught up to the point that I don't see him dropping outside of the top five, barring shitty uh, draft capital. You know, like if he drops like somehow into the early second round, which I have no, I, I just see no chance of that happening, uh, then he'll drop in super flex drafts. But right now I feel pretty safe to say that. There you go, Carp said. He's going two or three. Yeah, that's that's probably about what I would say as well. What happened to snacks? Um, listen, we didn't hire anybody as a full time content creator. And to be completely honest, that was all snacks did for us. Like he didn't edit videos. He didn't do any graphic design. He didn't make thumbnails. And it's no you know, it's no shot to him. I never uh, told him that he had to do that. No one that we hired was full time for content creation. And we just decided that Fade the Public's going to be like in a during the summer in season type of thing. So he'll be back on the channel eventually. Uh, just right now, we're focused on what we're doing in-house. I'm about to be on the clock. Uh, all right, we are on the clock. So we've got some interesting wide receivers still left. I mean, Mooney, Gabriel Davis. Mooney feels like one of those guys. Actually, I like two of these wide receivers a lot here. Uh, Mooney and Kadarius Tony are my guys. Probably could have settled with Adam Thielen for a little bit more uh, safe factor in there uh but there's a lot of guys down at this at this level like gabriel davis with the upside i think brandon cooks is 
uh, decently sexy floor play here with him and Davis Mills getting a little bit of chemistry going. I also think, as I put out in one video recently on, on the socials, taking shots at these rookie wide receivers that are projected first-round draft capital is a really, really smart thing because of the fact that both Green Bay and Kansas City have two first-round picks each in the 20s, and that's typically where these wide receivers end up going. Um, and, you know, one if not two or three of them are going to end up playing with Mahomes and, and Aaron Rodgers right off the rip with a whole lot of room on their depth charts to explode immediately. Mooney seems like the absolute, like, easiest, like, perfect storm player. I should actually make a video titled, like, perf- the, my perfect storm players for this year. And the way I look at perfect storm players are, like, dudes whose outlook for this particular year lines up so perfectly to hit like crazy upside, but you're not over the moon about them in dynasty. Like I could see Mooney being like the wide receiver 13 overall in redraft leagues this year, but he's not a guy I'm actively purchasing in dynasty. Same thing with like a guy like Elijah Mitchell. You just have all the circumstances line up perfectly for a single season, though you're not over the moon about like the, the, the long-term situation or the player overall. Uh, so Darnell Mooney, I see his ADP rising dramatically over the next few months. We'll see what they do in the draft. But regardless, I mean, I think Mooney's the one there. We saw great chemistry with him and uh, Justin Fields last year. Um, and he seems like a guy that you just need to be hammering in redraft leagues. And we have Kadarius Tony, who I just purely love the upside of. This is going to be a pick that I probably – I'm going to get a lot of shit for Tony this year, I think. If he doesn't hit this, this he's going to be like one of my guys this year, where I just don't think you have the legit upside that you'll get from Tony anywhere else. I like the Allen Robinson pick for sure. There's actually just a lot of value wide receivers down here too. Adam Thielen, there you go. The trail on Burks, that's a sharp pick right there for Carp. Carp the sharp, baby. So, if, yeah, if Burke ends up in Green Bay, Burks ends up in Green Bay or Kansas City, like his ADP is going to go through the fucking roof. What else we got here? I love, man, the, the tight end value this year. I find myself, and I realized once I took uh, Josh Allen, I meant to take Dawson Knox here. But you can get Dawson Knox in the ninth round like every fucking time. I should have, I think literally in the last underdog draft we streamed, I took Josh Allen at the 101, and then I went back-to-back Davis and Dawson Knox at the 9-12, 10-1. The value at tight end this year with a guy like Dawson Knox going at the 9-5 is insane. I had snacks up there on the screen the whole time. I see you, Johannes. Johannes, can I just say as like, uh, it's really funny to me to see uh, a female like really into, I know you comment on Noah's videos a lot. And like, obviously there are women that play fantasy football, but I almost never see females that play like dynasty fantasy football and are as into it as you are. So like, shout out to you. Really big, really big fan of you being a really big fan of us. And apparently Cody too. Cody, what is this elbow cough shit? What does it even fucking mean? I see the consultant in your draft. Who is that? Who's the consultant? Do I know him? What's his Twitter handle? What's his bank account number? His last four digits social security. And is he willing to pay my broker's fee on my next apartment? Those are the real questions we need to be asking here, folks. Hey, there we go. Man, how, how Miles Sanders has just fallen. These are all good rookie picks right here. Are you Kirk Woods, Gage, Alave? I think Alave ends up going somewhere kind of sexy, too. 
So let me shoot my shot at Alave right now. Running backs we have. Not a lot of sexiness at the running back position. I'm still a little hesitant to take any rookie running backs behind Brees Hall and maybe Kenneth Walker just because we could see a slide at the running back position where like guys like Spiller and Rashad White end up going like third, fourth round. And at that point, I'm not like too, too high on them. So I'm probably going to go back to the wide receiver position. And I guess we could uh, do a little stack action here, a little stacking and grab uh, Brandon Ayuk to go along with Trey Lance. I'm liking the team so far. I wish I had taken a tight end. I wish I had taken Knox, honestly. But so far, what do you all think of my team? Wow, a lot of orange at the bottom there. We got Josh Allen, Trey Lance, Javante Williams, Brees Hall, Matt Ryan, Dave Montgomery. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cortland Sutton, Darnell Mooney, Kadarius Tony, Chris Olave, Brandon Ayuk. Tell me how fucking bad it is. Just tell me. Let's get it over with. Ow, fuck. How are we living? Caleb, my guy. Caleb, can I say two things? One, uh, I'm I keep meaning to email you you guys back. Like, don't I'm, don't worry, I'm not off the hook there. I'm I'm going to be signing up with your guys' platform. I just haven't got around to it. But don't worry, it's coming. Also. Caleb, I'm curious, and please don't take this the wrong fucking way. How old are you, dude? Because you look like my age when I got on a call with you. But in your profile picture, again, take this like the most respectable way possible. But you look like you're like 13 in this picture. And so I mean that with all love and all respect. I said, dab. Ah, no wonder. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Way too early for Tony. Fucking sit on it, Brandon. Hoodie! What's good, baby? When the fuck are we going to, like, actually meet in person and grab drinks or some shit? You still in Brooklyn? You fraud? Six out of ten. Whatever. Fuck off. It's not the best. I'll just tell myself you guys are doing that for the content and not because my team sucks. Not nervous about Knox with O.J. Howard pulling up to the scene. I'm about as nervous as 
as a white person when a police officer pulls up as I am about OJ Howard. That's just a bad example because I get really fucking nervous when a police officer pulls up regardless. Crazy that Ayuk is so discounted. I know, dude. It It's so hard to fucking uh, get a grasp on Ayuk because of the hype going into last year. The hype going into last year uh, was just so ridiculous that it's hard to get. Like, you can't have a real even keel take, man. It's really hard. But I'll take Ayuk if he's falling to fucking pick 121, man, for sure. He's definitely not like an auto fade for me. Not a shabby team. You can talk and try. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible that I haven't auto picked yet. Like most of my uh, most of my uh, underdog drafts, I do. I auto pick at least like seventeen fucking picks. I want an underdog to do like specific content based around the people that do drafts on their platform, like the content creators, and just do like a montage of everybody missing their picks while while making videos. I feel like that'd be fun as fuck. Because I go nuclear. I go nuts. There's like holes in my wall. Wow. Ramondre's dropping. Rojo. What do y'all think about Rojo? Because I'm like really not excited about him being in KC for, for being for being quite frank. Rondell Moore, are we giving him another chance? I think I'm I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to get hurt again. Even though I wasn't really big on Rondell Moore last year. Uh, but AJ Green's out. Christian Kirk's out like the targets are certainly there for him to do something. And I feel like if given the chance, he's, he's going to do something a little sexy. Jacoby Myers is a guy that I'm completely back in on, man. 126 targets, 83 catches, 866. Like the dude scores a couple touchdowns. We're looking at him in a whole nother light. Jacoby Myers, pure fucking route runner. By the way, Cody, I love that uh, podcast you and uh, Josh did the other day, starting to break down your guys' wide receiver numbers, like the advanced analytics that aren't on the site yet. Made me so fucking high on Michael Pittman. I was writing an article about uh, five dudes that like I'm keeping on my dynasty rosters, no matter what, like they're untradeable to me. And I put Michael Pittman on there and I started doing the write up and then I listened to your guys' podcast and I was like, yo, I'm fucking rock hard right now. Rock hard. And then I traded for him in another league and it got me fucking all sorts of big hype. Hmm. Yeah, Marcus, you show up to your fucking kids' softball games, or you're an absent father too. I expect you to show up when as soon as this fucking stream goes live, guy. Don't do this. Ah, shit, I didn't take uh, – oh, my bad. You guys, I forgot you came in late. You're the first few rounds. Josh Allen, Trey Lance. It doesn't fit on the screen if I try to go up here. Brooklyn Greenwich Village. Yeah, I've been uh, looking at apartments all over the east side. I'm probably heading out to East Village or uh, or Lower East Side. I'm looking on Orchard Street a lot. I fucking love it down there. It's so live. It's like take Greenwich Village where I live now on Bleecker and just like turn up the ratchet level just a little bit. Just a little bit. False Montgomery. Oh, very true. There you go, Alex. Caught me slipping. More should be fine with Kirk gone. Yeah, we don't want fine. We're not here for fine, Marcus. Marcus, you're going to make me act up today. 
We're not here for fine. We're here for greatness. We're here for championships. We're here to win $300,000 fucking dollars because that's what you get if you take down the Superflex tournament on underdog. All right? So everybody out there, go down to the link in the description. It'll take you straight to your app store, Underdog Fantasy, and download that shit. And use promo code BDGE when you drop 10 bucks onto your account. Those new numbers are coming. Let's go. Need it. Need it bad. So I'm saying, great route runner. Eventually that shit pays off in the long run. Nicholas, what do you think about Jacoby with Parker in New England? Was it was big on Jacoby this year. Now I gotta be hesitant. Um, I don't know, dude. They're very different. I think Devontae Parker is just a downfield guy. I think Jacoby Myers can just continue to be like a dominant slot player that's great at route running and eats up those eight, 10, 12 yard passes. I think like Bill Belichick just has a hard on for Parker ever since he uh just continue to to make Stefan Gilmore his, his his baby girl a couple of years ago. Like when you're standing on the sideline and you see one of the greatest D-backs in the league just get uh, embarrassed, like you probably think pretty highly of that wide receiver. I'd imagine they were targeting Parker for a minute. Antoine Wesley, wide receiver, Arizona. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good dart throw for sure. He had, he had a nice little – he had a nice little ting going on at the end of last year. Fucking lean, long, young. Can definitely add a little element to that offense and, and earn more playing time for sure. I like that dart throw. T-Rock, I'm about to send you a trade and fade the field. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's look over this dynasty trade live on television right now after I make these picks. Ooh, okay. All right, we probably need to start looking at other positions now. I let everything fucking pass me by like an asshole shit. Now there's no tight ends left. Noah Fant in Seattle. Nah. Ooh, I like that that Christian Watson pick, Umbra. I was thinking about him, but I already took too, too many wide receivers in a row. Higby in L.A. I guess that's not terrible. Oh, God. I waited way too long for this shit. I'm just going to fade tight end in the fucking next year. Fuck it. Fuck it. Running back Gus Edwards, Brian Robinson. I think I think B Rob gets a little bit more draft capital than we probably realize. Man, th- this is this is tough, tough scene for me. I guess we'll go with B Rob, even though I don't like him at all. That's not true. I don't dislike him. I just think like we're getting a little too ahead of ourselves on a guy who's super average. Should we just fucking go bike to bike? Like I like Zemir White way more than Brian Robinson. I don't know why I just took Brian Robinson first, but we're gonna take both of them. This is the downfall of my draft. This is where shit just starts getting fucking absolutely crusty. Whatever. I was having more fun in the chat anyways. All right. Uh, I'm about to send you a trade and fade the field. Let's see what this trade's all about. I got two trades on, on, the, uh, on the deck right now. Oh, sheesh. All right. All right. Oh, I receive Michael Pittman. Oh, I got. I was going to say, this This is a trade that I was almost willing to give up Michael Pittman for, but I'm not, I'm not moving that now. So I, I can receive Michael Pittman, but I got to give up my first and second in 2023. And we all know just about how valuable that 2023 first is going to be next year. Not a bad offer. You made me think about moving Michael Pittman. Then I have another one on the table where I move my 104. Actually, this one I'm like, 
This one I'm thinking about. Um, this this trade I'm thinking about thinking about. So I send the 104 this year. I get by the 111, the 312, and Davis Mills. This is a super flex league. I get the 111 back. I already have the 103 and the 112. So I get like like picks there. Plus Davis Mills is a little bit insurance at the quarterback position. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna put that back in the chamber for right now. But I'm gonna think about that one. Moving down seven spots in a draft where I feel like the tiers are pretty wide, fucking open after the first pick or so. So I'm, I'm going to think about that. And we don't know what Davis Mills is, but that's like the good part about that trade is we don't know what the fuck he is. I just sweetened the deal. Did you send a new offer? I didn't see it. What else is new? I, all I do is get fucking fleeced live on television. Where do you think Dragon will end up in going a redraft? What the fuck is Dragon? You already know my energy is done by the 16th round. Stop making up fucking names. Dragon. What are you talking about? Pick three PPR Keeper League. JT, Eckler, Henry, AJB, DK, Herbert. Are you fucking kidding me? You get to keep all these dudes? Um, I mean, you're not, if it's a super flex league, you're keeping Herbert as one of them. I mean, you're, of course you're going JT, you're going Eckler and PPR. I probably just take the three running backs, dude. I don't see a way you don't win with just JT Eckler and Derrick Henry in your fucking lineup. Well done. Well done, Frankie. You know, if you, if you tried doing that, like if you tried that shit out the 104 or the 202, or the fucking anything before the fucking 11th round, I would have ripped your nuts off. I'll tell you what, at this point, I I got nothing left in the tank. I, I've been shooting fucking blanks at this point. My brain's barely working. Tony, I didn't see something come through. Hold on. Oh. Uh. That's an even worse trade, dude. You sweeten the deal by putting in. You fucking laced it with crack. Like it, the 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 coffee was oh fuck. The coffee was sweet before, and then you tried to sprinkle some cocaine in my fucking coffee. T Rock, what are you talking about? You sweeten the deal. You're about to put me in the fucking hospital, my guy. What do we have here? All right, let's uh, let's fucking take another look at the tight. This is so ugly. CJ Ozoma, is that what we're doing here? Oh, God, this is going to be so bad. I think I'm just going to straight up be the first person ever to not draft a tight end, and we timed out. Fuck. Doot, 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 doot. Jameson Crowder, I guess. Whatever. Actually, it's not bad because I got Josh Allen. What's good with fucking Ricky Seals-Jones? Show some respect to RSJ the God. The only tight end on the roster in New York? Are you shitting me? Tight end one. Fact, not opinion. Koenig. So it was the it was my first and second in 2023 for Michael Pittman. You add Darnell Mooney into the trade, who just five minutes ago I was saying a guy I don't want in Dynasty, I only want a redraft. 
and then you add another first and a second into the trade. I'm blocking you on all platforms right now, and I'm leaving that Dynasty League. Uh, you won't take Sammy Fogo. Dude, I love Sammy. I have him on uh, lots of taxi squads. I don't know if he'll ever be a thing, but you use TubeBuddy Pro Tools for YouTube. Uh, I use TubeBuddy. Yes, I use TubeBuddy. Um, I think whatever their top one is, whatever lets you A-B test. I think it's the Legend subscription or some shit. I like the A-B test, but I feel like there's some flaws to it. But uh, but otherwise, yeah, I, we use TubeBuddy. I use VidIQ as well. They let you, uh, they give you some good suggestions, but I probably spent way too much on just random fucking YouTube software that is kind of unnecessary. What else? What's up, bro? Think about starting up my own fantasy channel soon. Any tips? Uh, I mean, yeah, dude, like, do it. Everyone needs a fucking creative outlet. To stay sane in this world, you need somewhere to to express your yourself and your passions. King Stonewall. I would say do it. What I would say, I do YouTube because that's where I started. That's where we have our audience. That's where I like making videos and shit. If I were starting today, it, I guess it depends on what your goal is. If you literally are just like, I want to make YouTube videos because it makes me so fucking happy. And you're not looking to like grow an audience. You don't care about the future, by all means, do YouTube. If I were starting today, if no, if a single motherfucker didn't know who my name, my name or didn't know anything about me, I would literally only be doing TikTok videos. And I say that very sincerely. I would not, you would, it, breaking through on YouTube right now is so fucking difficult. Breaking through anywhere is so difficult. But TikTok gives you easily, by far and away, the easiest path to do so. Make sure you're consistent on there, especially during the summer months. These are tough months. And any content creators out there, like Cody's in here, you can attest to this. These are the months that are really tough to continue to stay inspired through when you're covering football content. Because I put just as much work in, maybe a little bit less, but like I put relatively just as much work in right now as I'm doing during the summer. And in terms of like the ROI you get from doing that work, it is exponentially higher in the months of July, August, and September. We might go three months without like any sort of significant growth or monetization or anything. And then all of a sudden it just shoots off, but that's because we put the work in right now. So mentally it could be a little bit tough, but I'm telling you, this is, this is when you have to be doing that work. Do you feel me? Richie, baby, pretty Richie, the goat. Nicholas, that God is legendary. You the goat, pretty rich. I can't wait for the Go Fade Me League this year, man. I really can't. It's such it's fucking that league is so goaded. You're out here trading for Kyle Pitts, thinking it was a motherfucking tight end premium league. Get your shit together. Wrap it up. Wrap it up like you can't afford a child. Do 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 do. Are you trying to sign me to a two year lease, bitch? Who do you think I am? I think I'm just going to leave this up for the rest of the fucking draft. You guys can't even see the clock. Ah, nice pick, you know, Benjamin, you fucking schmuck. 
TMI, too much information, 1978. How about this for too much information? Fuck your face. Wanted, you know, bad. Rounds 18 and 19. We're in the barrel right now. All right, Mo Ali Cox. Let's see. They got Kyle Granson. They let Jack Doyle go. Yeah, there was a fucking remark from. Uh, we're just gonna go with Mo Ali Cox because I don't really have a choice right now. There's a gun behind my head. Duke Johnson, Buffalo, Damian Pierce. I fucking love Damian Pierce, dude. Pierce is such a fucking savage. I like Sam Howell too. Fuck, we didn't get a fourth quarterback. We ain't gonna get him now. Yeah, I'm gonna take Sam Howell here. Um, what was I gonna say? These are the grinder months. Once the draft gets over, that issue gets tough. Middle July is the bottom of the barrel for content growth. Yeah, like middle July is tough, but um. I think that's where you can start like transitioning from dynasty to season long. And that's where growth kind of starts to happen. You can start putting out all like the corny, like must draft running back videos. They get a whole bunch of hype for no fucking reason. But like right now, I don't like, I'm not going to be putting that stuff out right right now. I mean, listen, this is a, the dynasty kind of like side of things and rookie side of things is very much like up for grabs and it's a gold mine right now. So these months are where you're building the foundation to be like the go-to for that audience, right? Like we're going to eventually convert like, all of our season long customers and all of our season long audience into dynasty players. And then guess what? Like they already trust us for our season long shit. So we're the first people they go to for that. So I think this is equally as important as like the summer months for our future. Cause I think that the dynasty and rookie stuff is going to be like a really, really big part of, you know, both of our companies. Um, and then, yeah, these, these months, yeah. May, May till July is, is, is pretty fucking tough just because there's such a dead zone of any specificity of what you're doing. Specificity. When and where did Tom Zeiner get in your head? Um, is that sarcastic? Were you at the office the other day when we were blasting it? I've been singing it for like two weeks. It was that there's like the TikTok video that went viral of these like two white dudes doing like a remix of it. I forget what the name of their band was, but it's like the skinny white dude who's just got like the most fucking incredible voice in the world. The video went viral. Now I've literally been humming it for like two straight weeks. We were blasting it on the speakers yesterday. Uh, Tom Steiner, Annan May Can't Terry It, Giant Brooks. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know what I just said there. I don't know if you guys can see that. You're not going to be able to see it on that small. I'm on Ross St. Brown or Elijah Moore. Who would do better this year? Oof, that's – I feel like that's going to be a huge debate this offseason. Um, I I don't know, dude. I feel like that's that's one where I, I, I don't know if I'm going to have a strong opinion on it, and I'll just join eight leagues and split the difference on them. I do think, man, I don't know. We'll have to wait for the draft, too. There's a chance that, like, Detroit goes and, and drafts, like, there's a chance both these teams draft one of these highly regarded wide receivers, and it kind of changes the outlook. I think I like Elijah Moore better as a player. I think a lot of Amon Ra, St. Brown's production, while it's all you can't take it away, I mean, they had no other pass catchers there. TJ Hawkinson was out for a majority of the time that he was balling. Same with DeAndre Swift. So I think a lot of the targets were a little bit – spiked up i think we saw i don't know something special out of elijah moore so i guess like gun to head right now i take more but you know the jets could end up taking drake london the the lions could end up taking traylon burks and who knows where the fuck we end up here 
Jack Doyle retired. Yeah, he retired in 2014. He just ended up continuing to play in the NFL. How to be in a dynasty best ball with Santa and Verzi. I can't believe people play dynasty best ball. It's so weird to me. Yeah, two of the biggest frauds in BDG of all time. Do, 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 do. See what we got for 20 round, 20th round darts here. Really like that Damian Pierce pick. Tyler Goodson's pretty interesting as well. Tyler Baddy's kind of interesting too. Say McKenzie. There are not a lot of fun players down here, huh? I am now, I am no longer having fun, guys. If you had some fun. Hit the thumbs up button. Yay. Man, I've, this is why I hate picking first, because I got to stay till the last pick of the 20th round. Like, the fact that I got to stay past 18 rounds is already not in my contract. You know what I'm saying? It's like a player signing a four-year deal, and then the team's just like, you know what? We're going to change the rules. You got to stay for a seventh year as well. This is what underdog done switched up on me. And then they put me the first pick, so I have to say to I wonder if they're doing that on purpose now. Hmm. We might have a case. I might have to file a case. I hope you got that slap somebody lawyer money. I know who I'm taking. Oh, you guys can't see my screen. That's beautiful. So I can actually start a queue, and you can't see who's in my queue. This is fucking gorgeous. Queued up, queued up. Fuck, I probably need to take another tight end because my team is so good <clears throat> outside of that position. So Jonu Smith is just done in New England after one year, huh? I was really excited about him, like unnaturally excited about him. Uh, the Jets signed Tyler Conklin, too, on top of C.J. Azuma. I got three players in my queue. If you can guess them before my pick, I'm not going to do shit, but I'll get excited. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Do we have any guesses yet? This is kind of the argument I was making, but we have made this the uh, we have made the mistake before. I, a lot of the times, if you find yourself arguing, if a guy did really well and your whole argument is, is about like why he was so good, you could be very, very much making a mistake. A lot of the times where where people run into problems is when a player was really bad and they find themselves going out of their way to argue as to why why they weren't good. If a player did really well and you need to argue why they were doing really good, like there's a there's also a very good chance that the player is just fucking good too, you know. So I would I would uh say you should argue against yourself there, as well as me too. That's the way I kind of look at it. Calvin Austin's still out there. 
Damn, great fucking call, Cody. Antonio Brizzy for the dub. I went Antonio Brown. You're a Jets fan now, correct? Fucking as as soon as we hear Roger Goodell step on stage and say the Atlanta Falcons have selected Desmond Ritter, I'm let, I'm going straight green. I'm taking all the money out of my bank. I'm lighting up a fucking big. I don't even smoke, but I'll light up a, a big blunt because we're going everything green. I'm no longer a Falcons fan if we take Desmond Ritter first round. You know how like tragic that would be if I did that and then Desmond Ritter ended up being a really good quarterback. I never like. I feel like I'd have to quit content content creation. Haven't done any superflex yet on underdog. What are some differences between the superflex and regular best ball drafts? Uh, well, the superflex one for starters, it's only tournament version, so you don't you're not in like a twelve person league. You're competing against everybody else, so that's like number one. Number two is you'll see just quarterbacks are so highly valued and as they should be. So you see in the first round, nine out of the first 12 picks were quarterbacks and then another seven quarterbacks in the third, second round. And then it starts to slow down, but uh, you'll see it super, super heavy at the quarterback position. Whereas I think if it was just a regular 12 team league and you were competing against 11 other people, I don't think it would be this heavy on the super flex side of things. Karen Johnstein, Ahmad Bradstein, Lisa Anstein, all good guesses. All right, homies. Um, that is all I've got for you today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Ugh, it's the freaking weekend, so I'm probably not going to have any fun, honestly. Um, I had to go look at another apartment in the Lower East Side. and I'm actually going out in the East Village tonight to a sake bar, which I'm pretty excited about. Um yeah, do all that shit that like people on YouTube do. Hit the like, subscribe to the channel if you're new. All that stuff. Make sure you go sign up for Underdog, obviously. Hit the promo code BDGE. I'm about to go put this shit up on podcast. If you're listening via podcast, please leave a rating and review. Please leave a rating and review. Eventually, you guys will be like, I can't look at Nick's fucking stupid face and hair anymore. You can only listen to him. And then we don't have any following over there. So, okay. Goodbye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.